Hi, welcome back to Mommyhood Redeemed. I am here with Vanessa. Hey. And I cannot believe summer is already halfway over. I We've been enjoying the hot weather and being outside on a daily basis exploring, and we're totally not ready for it to end over here. I know. It's so crazy how fast summer flies by, and we're doing the same, trying to soak it up as much as we can. Uh, living over here now on the East Coast and having this hot, humid summer is really making me realize, though, what it means when people are so excited for fall and winter weather. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, today we're going to talk about something that is definitely a hot topic in today's Christian mothering circles. And I think it can often become something that divides friendships, unfortunately. And it's something people sometimes decide on really just based on maybe their culture or how they were brought up, um, what their friends are doing, what their church prefers, rather on what God's word and spirit is leading their family to do. What is it? How you choose to school your kids. So Lauren and I both wanted to give you a little bit of background on our own education and what we um, have chosen to do with our kids this year. and ideas that we would pray would really help you discern and follow the Lord's wisdom and direction for this area in your family's life. So I was um, raised going to all three. I went to private school for a few years in the beginning, and then I did the majority of my schooling in public school. And then my actually last three years of high school, I was homeschooled which is kind of reverse that I think what most people end up doing, they're usually homeschooled and then they go, you know, back to public or private for junior and high school. Anyways, um, I loved them all and I um, was always, I just loved school. So <laughs> I think that it was something that um, was kind of a big shocker when I was actually the one who approached my parents about being homeschooled because I was, I was a typical, I don't know, school person. I just loved school. Um, but it was such a good thing for me and totally the Lord leading me in that direction. And um, being homeschooled really allowed me to kind of deal with some sin issues in my heart and just gave me more time to really uh, dedicate my time to the Lord and just growing in the word and um, being more involved in church and ministry and uh, anyways, my husband and I have chosen to homeschool our kids. Our oldest will be in first grade this year, and then uh, we'll have a kindergartner, and then I have two younger ones. Um, we had homeschooled him last year, my first grader, and I did homeschool type of preschool for him when he was younger and my soon-to-be kindergartner as well. And it's just something that both of us have prayed about. We've come before the Lord with um, something for us. Uh, it was a big decision, a bigger decision when we lived in California, just because there was a lot more rules and laws as far as um, schooling things went that kind of led us in that direction. Um, our biggest reason being that we want to just be the biggest influences, influencers in their lives at this young age. And we just believe that having them in the house um, is really the best way to do that. And a part of me also wants to be able to use my uh, elementary teaching credentials. So <laughs> I'm going to homeschool my kiddos. But, 
you know, at the end of the day, I think my husband and I are on the same page and we really just want what the Lord wants for our kids and our family. So it's something that we're bringing before the Lord and just taking one year at a time. And my story is a little bit different than Vanessa's, but I grew up going to um, my neighborhood public schools from elementary school to middle through high school where I graduated. And um, school then, as you all know, then and now, especially in California, is very, very different. Um, when I was in elementary school, there was no excessive like sex ed talks. It was the very basics and outlines and nothing bad about it. It was, it was, you know, send a note home, your mom can take you out of it if you want. Like it was, it was very simple and very different from it is what it is today. And, um, I, I believe I received a great education and that the Lord did so many things through my schooling and he saved me when I was 13. And I believe he put a hedge of protection around me during high school Uh, Being saved right before high school was, he's such a good God. Um, And not to say that I didn't make, you know, poor decisions. Um, We all do, but he's such a good God to put a large group of Christ loving mentors around me to walk through it all. And I truly did fall more and more in love with Christ through my high school years, which is actually when Vanessa and I met when we were 13. Um, Isn't he so good? Um, Anyways, so my husband and I were always, um, sure that our kids would go to public school and not be homeschooled. And we just felt that that was that the Lord had, and we were both totally okay with it. He was also in, um, raised in public school and, and the Lord saved him as well, obviously. But, um, when our first kiddo, who's, uh, very, very independent and type a started preschool, he went to a little Christian preschool right by our house and he excelled. He loved school. And then um, after preschool, we decided on a neighborhood charter school where uniforms are what they wore. And it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And (laughs) we had heard great things about it. And we felt the Lord guide us there. And in kindergarten, he did fantastic. And he went back last year in first grade. And again, he excelled. And during this past year, um, while he was in first grade, though, after some issues with policies at the school and some way too mature for a six-year-old conversations that came home um, from other kids at school and some new legislation trying to be passed here in Colorado. We just prayed. We didn't pray that we would, you know, take them out of school. We prayed that the Lord would open our hearts to wherever he wanted us, whether that was keeping him at the public uh, charter school or not. Um, here in Colorado, the charter schools are public. They just have little focuses. So um, anyways, so um, all that while our youngest was in preschool, as the same preschool our oldest went to, and he was struggling pretty badly in uh, academically in the group setting. And he is our little free spirit, stubborn, artsy boy, and <laughs> totally love that about him. But he learns totally opposite of um, our oldest so I actually bought, uh, this is before we made a decision to do what we were doing, but, or anything else, but I had brought a, bought a homeschool pre-K curriculum online and started it with him while he was in preschool. And we were amazed. Um, we found that one-on-one is exactly what he needed. He was getting way too distracted by what was going on, you know, around in, in class. So at that point, it really seemed to us like the Lord was putting homeschooling onto our path. And 
even though I was not quite there, (laughs) I was, I was definitely fighting that a little bit. And after a lot more prayer and seeking wisdom and researching, the Lord opened clearly so many doors. Um, and we decided to, uh, for second grade this coming year in kindergarten, we were going to homeschool our boys. And that was clearly the Lord changing my husband's heart and mine too. And you guys, I was terrified and I really still wasn't okay with it at first. And, but he's so good. He's so good. And after some amazing mentors and friends encouraged me and guided me through the tangle of information (laughs) and curriculums, um, it really helped kind of reveal the reasons why I didn't want to homeschool my selfishness and kind of sin issues and totally opened my heart to how bonding and challenging and growing it would be for our whole family. And now I'm not saying that we are against public or private school because we're not, if homeschooling only works for one of our children or none of them, or this year it works and next year it doesn't. And the Lord is showing us that we are hundred percent open to putting one or both of them back. And Basically, we truly just want the Lord's will for our kids' schooling. We're open to however he wants to lead us. Amen, right there with you. So we have to start with what does the Bible have to say about this? Uh, We know that God's word is true and it's holy and that it is sufficient for all that we need. But the question is, does it really speak about education and how we as Christians are called to educate our kids? So the only clear instruction that we see in scripture regarding education or what type of teaching parents are required to do within their home is training their kids up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And that's really the goal. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Ephesians 6, 4 says, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And probably the most famous verse, Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 9, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your sons, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you sit in your house. And when you rise up and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontals on your forehead and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So whether you are sending your kids into the public school system, charter schools, homeschool, private schools, whatever it is, you still cannot abdicate or turn over your responsibility to anybody to train your kids up in the instruction of the Lord. That's our mandate. That's our duty. That's our calling. And Mm. knowing that command is actually, I think, really helpful for us when we are, when we are trying to make this decision on what kind of formal education that we're going to give our kids, AKA, you know, where they're going to learn math and science and reading and all those fun things. Uh, If your heart is pursuing Christ and you are being obedient to him in all the other areas of your life, and you're seeking him diligently for wisdom and guidance on this decision, he is going to be faithful, as Warren even shared about their experience, to give you clarity and to direct your path, just like Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says. There are so many opinions out there about this. 
Uh, your parents probably have them, your friends, church, <laughs> the culture, your own upbringing, articles, and the list just goes on. And I think oftentimes it's really hard for us to tune out all of that. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't seek godly wisdom because you should. You should get counsel on this. But the question is, are we really seeking the Lord and his will for your own family specifically? And even more specifically for each of your kids, just like Lauren mentioned, you know, there are people sometimes God may, you know, want one of your kids home and maybe he wants the other one in a public school. So we want to make sure that when we're making decisions that are not clearly written in the sky for us or laid out in the Bible, do this, that we're using a biblical decision-making process and not just basing things on our emotions or on fear. So if our goal is to obey scripture and what it says about educating our kids, then we can know this for sure. We want to teach them to know and to love and to fear God. We want to teach them to love his word. We want to teach them to love others. Uh, We want to teach them to be wise in how they make decisions, whether that's, you know, in the young years when they're making friends or more importantly, later in life when they choose a spouse. And we want to be discipling them in their walk with the Lord as they're really walking out their faith on their own and learning how to battle temptation, you know, choosing not to sin or how to grow and exhibit the fruits of the spirit. And, you know, the list goes on. Basically, it's just discipling them as unto the Lord. So awesome. I totally agree. And so what we really want to say to you is there's freedom in Christ to make the decision on how to school your children as unto the Lord. For one family, homeschool may be right and the most God-honoring option, but for another, it may not be. There are countless circumstances, family situations and dynamics and children's personalities and learning disabilities and handicaps. And the list goes on and on that really factor into the decision you make for your children. And as believers, it is okay to not all do the same thing with regards to formal education. Someone who homeschools their child is not more spiritual or doing a better job in bringing up their kids in the Lord compared to someone who sends their kids to public schools. In fact, the very opposite could be true. And At the end of the day, the most important education our children learn is Christian education, and that comes in the home, no matter where they learn how to read or write. And Risen Motherhood is another amazing podcast that we really look up to, and they did some shows on this a couple years back that I remember being super helpful. Uh, You can search their archive and uh, listen to those, and they interviewed a homeschooling, a public, and a private school mama each, and had Each of them had such wisdom and grace in what they said about what led their family to choosing that method of schooling. And uh, we get that it's very overwhelming, even for us, (laughs) and almost burdensome trying to decide which way to school our kids. As homeschool moms, we may feel like we aren't smart enough or teaching them enough. As public school moms, we may fear for all the time you know we were away from them and the instruction they're receiving that may be different than what we agree with or is even biblical. And we wonder, what's the right choice? There has to be one, right? Well, the freedom that we have in Christ because he fulfilled the law allows us to make different decisions in the area with a clear conscience. 
based on our convictions and the way the Lord is leading us. And that may be different year to year or even with each child the Lord has entrusted us with. And in Romans 14, Paul talks specifically about eating and cautions against arguing over these differences in opinion, because those are things that don't matter eternally. Our hearts are what matter. Our righteousness is found in Christ, in Christ alone. The way we choose to school our kids, practically speaking, isn't going to change our stance with the Lord or determine our holiness. And the way we school our children isn't going to determine their salvation either. The method in which we choose to school them doesn't guarantee they will be saved. Only the saving grace of God and the powerful work of the Spirit in transforming their hearts can do this. We do want to note here that we must be truly seeking the Lord and his will for our lives and our kids and not the cultures or the opinions of others when making this decision. It's easy to say, oh, the Lord's leading me to do this. When sometimes it isn't the Lord, but our own emotions or the culture around us. And guess what? You have the freedom to change. You may have been led to homeschool for a few years, and then the Lord changes your convictions and desires. And actually, Vanessa, I think this happened with your brother, right? Yeah. My parents actually homeschooled my brother long before he's younger than me, but they did myself. And I remember my parents being saying to people and so adamant, like, we will never put our kids back in public school and we'll never put him back in public school. And then lo and behold, when he was the summer before his senior year or his freshman year of high school, um, he got saved and the Lord really just burdened his heart with this desire to get into the public school system and be a light and a witness. And Mm -hmm. God just changed my parents' heart. And it was really um, just neat to see how it was obvious that God was working and God was moving. And just a good example that, you know, your his leading for your family for a time might be one thing. And then he might do, as he did with my parents and Lauren, like a total overhaul on your heart and be like, nope, actually, you're going to do this instead. That's awesome. It's, I love hearing that. It's such a good, good example. And so you need to be consistently laying this choice and decision, decision before the Lord and seeking what his will for your life would be in your child's each year. It's a decision you should revisit and pray through consistently. And like Lauren said, you know, the way that we choose to educate our kids shouldn't leave us feeling so prideful or more righteous than others who might not choose that same method. Or, you know, if we think, oh, well, mine is the right way to do it because we're all called to homeschool our kids in a sense, you know, as far as Christian education goes, but whether they learn to read or to write at a public school down the street or sitting at your kitchen table is not going to determine their eternal destiny. And we have to remind ourselves of that, you know, Along those same lines, no matter where they get that formal education, their academic intelligence or excellence should never take top priority over shepherding their hearts and souls. Uh, We do want to recognize, though, that there are strengths and weaknesses within all systems of schooling. There's pros and cons, things to weigh and consider when making this decision. And then, of course, there's individual needs of, you know, each kid and each family There are more options in some places than others for schooling. And then there's times, you know, when a certain way of schooling, based on the state you may be in, like Lauren was mentioning California, where we were at, um, 
with my family where, you know, it might be impossible to choose one thing because it might go totally against what the word of God says. So we, again, just want to always make sure that our decision-making is based on biblical truth and wisdom and never based on the culture's standards, our own upbringing, or even fear. And that for a Christian, I think, is a really hard one as a mama. We do not want our kids to be in a certain environment because of fear that they might become X or Y or Z. And, you know, there is wisdom in that, of course, and you want to take that and really see what the Lord has for that. But we also don't want to go to one extreme. And at the end of the day, there's going to be implications that affect our kids no matter what choice we make. But we can trust that God, he's sovereign over every single one of those decisions that are made, both good and bad, and he's working all things according to his purpose. So practically speaking, here's just some questions as mamas that, you know, you and your husband can talk about when making these decisions. What does God's word say about schooling for our kids, which we talked about? What is the most important or priority in their education? How does God want us to train them up, you know, as we're sending them out as arrows into the world? What is my family's specific situation and needs? Do I have special needs for my kids? You know, do I have to work as a mother and financial situations? What are the options that you have for schooling in the area that you're at? What are your motives and your heart behind this kind of schooling that you want to do for your child? You know, what are the strengths and weaknesses of your kids? And are you able to invest the adequate amount of time and energy into whatever method that you choose? And of course, there's so many more questions that you can ask, but this is just, I think, a good start for us. And it's good to think through things, to talk through ideas, and to really bring each thing into submission to the word um, of God and to him and to make sure that your decision-making is biblical and fact-based and, again, not emotion-based. You know, we don't want to make our decision in a vacuum. We want to seek the Lord. We want to seek the word. We want to pray with our husbands. We want to seek counsel and godly wisdom from mamas who have gone before us. Take the time to research all of your options. Think about your kids and their specific personalities and strengths and weaknesses. And you guys, that's so great. And at the end of the day, no matter what method we choose for our kids this fall, we can rest in the gospel. We can trust that as we share where the Lord has led us with others around us, that we are, we are all one in Christ. And that even though we may choose to school differently, we are all seeking to train our kids in the one thing that truly matters, the fear and admonition of the Lord. The gospels are fuel. The word is our textbook and our kids' spiritual growth is our prayer and pursuit. Everything else comes secondary. Yes, and we need to seek to really love our sisters in the Lord. You know, our our mamas that we are fighting this fight with because they are just that. They're our sisters in the Lord. And we need to just believe the best about them and the decisions that they make for schooling of their children, even when they're different than our own. So thanks so much for listening today. We love for God's glory through the power of the gospel.